Good morning, Rosebuds. So I have been promising you a guest and a episode on polyamory, like all about it for so long. And today I am making good on my promise. So today we're going to be talking about polyamory, some do's, some don'ts, what does it look like and experiences with it from both my perspective as a bisexual polyamorous woman, some people say pansexual and I can't disagree, um, and from a cis male who is also polyamorous. You know me, I'm Ama Rose, and today's guest will be, introduce yourself. My name is Mac, formerly known as the King of Gods. So that's Mac, and we will be talking about polyamory today, so stay tuned. So, I have spoken with you all um, in various different ways about my lifestyle, that I'm polyamorous. And I've mentioned some things here and there, and it informs upon my philosophies a lot. Uh, So, but I haven't necessarily given you a really in-depth look at polyamory. So I'll say for me, um, I have identified as polyamorous for about five years now. Um, I was in a series of monogamous relationships for a really long time. So I didn't pop out poly. Um, The reason why I chose polyamory is because I am a lover. If any of you have listened to my podcast, you hear just how loving um, and caring I can be towards people. Um, And that when I do fall in love with someone, it's real. Um, I don't do a lot of need-based relationships. Um, I try to eliminate need and... It's generally like you want me, not you need me. So let's be in a relationship because life has taught us that we need another person. And da, da, da. it's for me, it's, oh man, I like you. Wow, I love spending time with you. You're awesome. You're great. Okay, let's do this. And what I would do, I would fall in love. Like that romantic fairy tale love has happened to me many different times. And I would get my heart broken by me. Because, you know, you find that person, you're like, yes, I found the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. Oh, I see your stars when I look at you. This is amazing. And then without looking, without trying, I would meet someone else and we would become friends. And I would find myself sickened because I had an attraction to this person because I wanted to get to know them more because I was interested in them. And I felt as if I was betraying my partner. However, something always came to my mind. When we were kids, we were taught that you're going to meet the love of your life and everyone else would kind of turn gray. (laughs) And, you know, as I got older, I was like, well, that's not true. And as I got even more, even older, I realized that love doesn't have to mean one person. That the whole compromise and you got to choose this person kind of thing started to be a little less true for me. So I started to explore polyamory and I found this world of understanding, beautiful, loving people who love more than one person and have full fulfilling relationships with those people so for me the journey has been very interesting but i just want to give you a little introduction we're sure to talk about more of this on the episode but i want to give mac a chance to also tell where he started with this so mac why polyamory where did you why did you come into this world of polyamory um i guess a little bit like you uh, also less like you i'll uh so that is that is definitely like led me to a point where I've actually never actually really thought about it, but I'm really thinking about it now. 
I've kind of had the same problem you did. Like, I would be earth-shatteringly in love with somebody, but I realized that people are beautiful. And also, I've always been reading and listening to things, so I've always knew that polygamy existed, people with multiple wives, and I was already interested my entire life in building organizations. Mm -hmm. So what would be more beautiful than an organization in a household where, especially in the world that we live in, uh, if two is great, three is better, four can be even more amazing. Um, and then I started to think about the people that were in my life. So I always like ran into women who had one mindset who was beautiful in their own right, and then another woman who'd have another mindset and she'd be beautiful also equally in her own right. And people never got that about me. Like, the relationships I were in, it was always supposed to be, I'm the only person that you're supposed to be in love with. And I'm the only person that you're supposed to want to be with. I, for a long time, I subscribed to not being in relationships. I like to hook up, so people say. Um... It was only when I actually found a girl who was interested in sharing me that I get to explore uh, my poly aspect. And again, it was a beautiful thing because she was a little older than me and she her business was firmly rooted in things that weren't great, to per se. But then I met another girl who was very much on the up and up. She was in college. She knew all the right things. She was teaching me things. So I was getting to learn things from both sides of the playing field. So they taught me things. And I realized just women in general are the great teachers in life because they are full of knowledge. And more so, I have something to gain by having multiple women in my life. Uh... So what would you say to someone that would say that um, you're not really in love with these people, but you just have a desire to kind of have multiple people in your life because they give you things? Who, what would you say to that? Um, I'm more grounded and centered in myself. Uh, I, have a, I have enough self-love that I don't need anybody else. So it is not about what these women give me. It's about <clears throat> the benefit of my life from being with them. Uh, they don't have to give it to me. A lot of people think you got to give everything away up front so somebody will love you. No, there's some things you got to work at. So could you be in a relationship with someone? Let's say you have five partners <clears throat> and one of your partners doesn't have any necessarily necessary knowledge to uh, impart. You all know the same things. Um, and they're not bringing anything quote unquote new to your life. Could you see yourself having a partner that you just liked? You just like them. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. You just like them. And that's cool. Everybody needs somebody like a bro or like a real friend who you can chill and sit with. And somebody, uh, I had a best friend for years and many people thought we were going to end up together. No, we just connected like differently on a mental level. We didn't like, I don't see the reason for people to be so shy about their bodies. So when we were around each other and, and I had girlfriends, we never were. And it always bothered them. Like, I don't think like, 
oh, me seeing another woman's breast is like a big deal. Like there's porn, there are women who just take pictures of their bodies. And if you travel the world as much as I have, you go to places where like that is not a big thing. Like I was in Spain and I was on a, a, the island of Tenerife and we were hanging out sunbathing by the pool. And there was just like moms with their daughters bringing them out and they're like 12, 13 years old and they don't wear bikini tops. And they were just out there sunbathing with us around grown men. I thought immediately my my was to get weird and to try to like, you know, cover up and move away. But they were just looking at me like this is normal. This is everyday life. And this is another thing. Like as you travel around the world, there's a lot of things that you'll see that other people don't have a problem with. But here, like our ideas are so different. Well, I think that in America, we have a need based um, economy and system. <clears throat> I remember when I, it's funny when you say traveling, uh, I've not gone many places yet. Yet is the operative word here. But I have, when I went to the Dominican Republic, and I've mentioned this here and there on the podcast, they're like, oh, here she go, talking about the Republic again. But when I was there, there was an older gentleman from Denmark, and he sat me down, and he was talking, you know, he had this issue with Americans, and he wanted to impart some advice to this young girl who was here. He was like an older guy, like 60s. And he just really wanted to give me some advice. And he said, you know, you seem so stressed out. Um, And it reminds me of most Americans. You guys are always trying to get something done, make the next move. You know, it's never just, we don't chill, essentially. We don't know how to get and enjoy. And it also remembers, uh, reminds me of something that happened recently. Mac and I went to the New York Travel Show. And we went up to this table for an Irish, like, a package where they bring you in and you know they take you on tours and they show you around Ireland and you know we started asking the guy like oh so what's what's your uh expansion process like what are you looking to grow this business into and he was like to be honest we're trying to take like six trips a year and <laughs> it, it might have been a little bit more than that or even a little bit less but essentially his point was I'm not doing this business to make billions of dollars and grow it into Google or, you know, some large corporation. I'm doing it because I like doing it and I want to show people my country and I'm in my family are the best people to do it. And it was a family based business. And I just thought to myself this idea of being content. Um, we are going a little bit off topic here, but I, I can bring this back around to say one of the reasons that I've been told that polyamory is selfish is because I just don't know how to be content. Mm-hmm. However, you see it more often in societies that are less focused on filling up a whole bunch of like different vessels. So it's interesting. I even I want to ask you, why do you think that is? Um, I want to say this is because I'm also very different. One of the things that I read and just I've done my mother really put like a lot of books in front of me and she told me, pick what you thought was interesting and then go ahead and read it. Um, so I read this a long time ago. I can't even tell you what book it was from, but, uh, contentment breeds contempt. Contentment Mm -hmm. breeds contempt? Yes. It's a level of, you feel like you should be content, but if you really aren't, it'll breed some kind of hatred or animosity for you. And I don't like that in relationships because if I, if I have to sit here and feel like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And then even when 
I'm in a relationship and I'm doing technically, quote unquote, what I'm supposed to do. And it doesn't get me the desired result. That is all the contentment that comes out now. Now I'm angry because now I did what I was supposed to do and you didn't love me properly. And now I'm starting to act out. You know, it makes me think when you say that, it makes me think about um, when people talk about getting everything from one person and how it's not fair. So let's say, let's say you have a partner who doesn't like to have sex every single day, but you do a lot of, when you say contentment breeds contempt, I hear that with, you know, like how many times have we heard people say I cheated because she just wouldn't have sex with me enough. Or when you see, and it's, it, it, we can all agree that it's pretty fucked up when you see someone talk about, yeah, it oh, sounds no, 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 wait, no. When someone said, yes, it sounds selfish. Right. say, have you ever seen those posts? And I say it's fucked up just to preface. I'm not agreeing with this, but your wife just had a baby and the guy will get on reddit or something and he'll say i just want to fuck why is she being so selfish and i laughed at myself because a what the fuck bro but also b if you were polyamorous a lot of these things don't come up i might like going to the ballet and you know it's looked at as my husband or my boyfriend or my girlfriend or whomever is selfish if they don't go with me if and then people say oh you should know how to do stuff on your own yeah and yes that's true but what's so wrong with having different partners that fulfill different needs um i don't personally think there's anything wrong with that but the world has kind of taught us that it's selfish it brings me to eartha kitt's little interview where someone asks her about compromise and she just starts cracking up laughing like Mm -hmm. excuse me why must i compromise in this life that is my own um so I think that for a lot of people, it's a moral thing. Mm-hmm. We've been taught that morally, we need to go find that Prince Charming or princess, and they need to be our everything. I'm also a bit spiteful. I also heard that same, uh, her name again? Eartha Kitt? Eartha Kitt, yeah. Yeah. So I heard that same thing, and I'm also a bit spiteful, and I believe we are all equal. And I've always felt like this. If women can have this energy, why can't men? Like... So why should I compromise? Right. Uh, And my question for everyone is why do we compromise? I I think that in certain institutions, compromise is inherent and needed. For instance, if we're working on a project for a job or something like that, I might not love picking up. I don't want to pick up all the towels and you want to pick up all the bottles. So let's compromise. I pick up half, you pick up half type of thing like that. And that's different. However, what people call compromise, I actually call killing of self. Um, because a lot of the time, compromise even says, I will not do this thing that I love anymore because it bothers my partner, as that opposed to go do it without your partner. Mm-hmm. You don't got to do this with me. Exactly. Um, it, it's like so people will say, something, I don't like that you do that. Okay, does it hurt you? Is it causing any issue to your life? Um, no, and I find that a lot of time when people talk, talk about compromise, you're absolutely right. It's selfish. It's I want my life to be like this so you can't be like that. If you want to be in it. Right. And then for that, a lot of people have gotten angry with me because I'm like, I don't need to be here. Oh, I don't need to do that. Say, oh, you're tripping. You could just lay low for a little longer so you can get to your end goal. And I'm like, well, people aren't my need machines. If if I couldn't find a world where at least someone wanted to do what I wanted to do with me, it doesn't mean I'm not going to do it. But let's see. I would love to talk about jealousy. Mm. We talk about jealousy so much, and it is the 
first thing someone says. So what is, let's just say one word that we would say about jealousy, and then we're going to go into another segment. And we're going to talk about jealousy, don't worry. Uh, if I could say any one word, uh, anything one about jealousy, uh, I would say it is insecurity. Hmm. And for my one word with jealousy, I would say it is, let's see, one word for jealousy, confusing. So I'm going to give us a moment. Let's listen to a little ad and we'll be right back. And we're going to be talking about jealousy and why the fuck does it keep happening? Hey, it's your boy, Mac. Uh, just a little shameless self-promotion here. Uh, if you would like to hear from me more, you can uh, inbox me. My my tag is King Base, uh, King of Gods. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can also find me on Facebook. All you got to do for Instagram, though, it's O underscore O. So it's a little face. I-T-S-A. So it's Itza underscore Mac. You will see all of my travel and DM me any questions that you have for me. Or if you're looking to have a little fun and travel the world, also, we can make a little money. Come on at me. I did network marketing for a number of years. You will understand that I like to build organizations. I was building organizations before I knew that I was building organizations. I put all my friends in a certain position in my life and I picked them very particularly. So even if you want a little advice on that, on how to design your life, design your friendships with people who are beneficial, and you also have to understand using people is not a bad thing as long as your intentions are good. We can even have conversations about that. So again, Mac Richardson on Facebook, King Base to help you find me. If you go on Twitter, King Base again, O underscore O, it's a Mac. Holla at your boy. So, Polly, why Polly? We've already talked about that. And the main thing that comes up in polyamory is jealousy. Whenever I talk to anyone that has not experienced it or is not interested in doing poly, they always say the exact same thing. It's like clockwork. I just couldn't see myself doing that. I don't share. I don't see how you can share. I'm just way too jealous for all that and the funny thing about it is that i've noticed that jealousy has become a reason not a symptom not something to get through it's a acceptance it's acceptance it's in actually how many times have you heard someone say the me being jealous is a good thing because it means i care right and if i didn't feel jealous then it means i don't care it means i don't care about you and i can say I can almost actually, because Mac and I are going to be talking from two different sides here. I am someone who does experience jealousy. And Mac? I've never experienced jealousy. So, and this is not uncommon to hear in polyamory. And I've had people tell me, you're not really polyamorous because you feel jealousy. And I really believe that until I started to meet more people who had plenty of partners, very healthy relationships, and experienced jealousy. And something that I want to agree with is what you said in the last segment that jealousy can be insecurity uh I agree but 
insecurity has levels there's just base insecurity where you just are not good with yourself and there's insecurity within the relationship itself so for me jealousy more often comes up as questions as fears and when i do not feel like i have the ability to ask questions without being attacked for having those questions that's more so when my jealousy starts to rear its ugly head um and because of that i've started to think of jealousy less as jealousy and more as communication block so for you since you don't experience jealousy what what is it how does it come up for you when you think about it when you talk about it uh for me i understand why people would be jealous like just in the thing i'm i'm a i just think differently than most people i've grew up differently uh so i say that to say this I understand emotions. It was something I had to work on to really get, but also at the same time, it I don't feel them. If that's what, if that makes sense. Um, so certain emotions like jealousy, like I always, I got it, you but understand what I understand is. why people would feel that way. But then it always came back to you're insecure about this. Uh, a guy having a problem with his female having sex with another man is a latent insecurity of what if he's better than me? What if he does something that she likes more? What if his his member is bigger than mine? Like it's all these weird questions that pop up that come from a sense of losing the person that mm-hmm. you really want. Which to is be why with. I think people say that it's a sign that you love them because why would you care about un- losing them unless you wanted them? Which I get that. I totally understand where it's coming from because that that's what I was going to say. For me, it's been, I had an issue for a long time with really understanding who I truly liked. Uh, the reality became that I liked multiple people and I didn't understand that. But I would kind of indicate to myself, oh, this is someone that you really like if I felt some type of way about them talking to other people and if I feared losing them. So it was like, oh my God, I'm a year in love. It's also, let's, let's just be clear. You can really like someone and really want them around and not totally be in love with them guys just to put that out there <laughs> yes you have friendships like yes. i very much get the you not being physically attracted to them thing when girls say certain things but also i love the fact that girls say things like that because i like to unravel them because if you say oh sex is not important but then you get mad when you don't want to have sex with somebody or if you want to have sex with another person i thought sex wasn't that important right and then Again, the question has to go back further. Uh, People say, I'm jealous because you like that girl more than me. And something, this is one of my biggest insecurities, right? I, I still deal with this. This is something I'm still working through. It's the mentality of, I want to be the most attractive person in the world to you. And the idea has come from fucking fairy tales. It's the idea that someone looks at you and it's like, Oh, shit. That's the most beautiful girl in the world. But is love attraction? Is love simply physical attraction? Um, I don't think so. And Mac is actually someone who taught me this because he told me that he does not necessarily have to be, think you are extremely attractive, let's say, aesthetically, in order to love you. And a lot of people don't understand this because I have dated gorgeous women and I've also dated some women where my friends were looking at me like 
okay, this is weird. This is not somebody you should, like, this is not your normal level of, like, dating. And I'm just like, her mind is beautiful. Or there was something particular about her that I found to be very attractive, and I fixated on that. So something about that that does bring me pause is, does that physical attraction grow for you? Once you get to know, like some people are what they call, um, dang, I can't even remember the word right now. And I hope you guys tell me uh, the word for when you're attracted to someone's mind more than their physical. Symphosexual. Symphosexual? Yeah. Um, so that is what I hear when you say that. And it's not, but my question is like for me, I dated a guy um, a few years ago and just gonna be real when I first met him I did not think he was attractive and we talked and I got to know him and we had a lot of the same similar thought patterns like we had very uh evocative conversations it was wonderful and I remember I looked up one day and was like damn you fine as hell shorty what's up and you know you I asked myself well what the heck was that you did not think this person was attractive and I've also had the opposite thing happen I've met someone and been like drip sexy wow look at that skin can i kiss your lips and i started talking to them and as i looked at them it was like you were really not that attractive you're looking a little crusty now a little crusty and you know so i asked was that has that ever happened for you uh i can say no okay um, I have the opposite effect. I've never met somebody and like started talking to them and found them less attractive or less dear from Boston because your accents are terrible. <laughs> now look, we on track to go on this podcast. Love, love, peace. Okay, love. all right, all right. I love I love I love all I love all you from Boston. Uh we we just like we gotta work on like communication because I hear like like scratching chalkboard nails sometimes. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Um <laughs> But what I will say is I have talked to somebody, right? And I've not found them physically attractive. But after spending a little bit of time with them and realizing all the things that we have in common, I realized that you have a place in my life. Okay, so is that place... If you're not physically attracted to someone, can you have a physical relationship with them? And if you're doing it, are you forcing it? Uh, No, I also don't think... Okay, so I believe sex is a sacred thing that you should do between you and another lover but also i don't think of it of being like something you should be holding on this high pedestal Hmm. so i feel like to love on somebody is natural so if you're having a good time with somebody and the moment is broached and you can i don't normally shy away from it so that is that is how I've usually, that's how I've ended up with as many partners as I have had up until this point. Uh, I've had a lot of one night stands. I've had a lot of, um, you're cool. I don't want to be in a relationship right now. And I'm okay with that being that guy or even this in my lesser self. I've been very much that guy who was sitting in the corner of the room while she was on the phone FaceTime and her boyfriend and was just like, he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing. Um, so I've, yeah, I've had a lot of avenues and I've been with a lot of people. And that's one of the reasons uh, I get why people get jealous and they jump to conclusions and they don't trust and they mistrust people. Because I've very much been in a position where somebody was giving their whole trust to somebody and I knew they shouldn't have. Mm. 
So, so as you're saying, like you've, so what you're saying is that you've been in, in situations where someone was cheating and perhaps you were the person they were cheating with. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, when you see people freaking out and feeling jealous and things like that, you are less likely to say it's irrational and more be like, no, that's, that's very rational. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I get that. I totally get that. Like, I, one girl in particular, like, uh, she was uh, one of my first girlfriends. I knew her for a very long time, and it didn't stop until, I want to say, like, two years ago or so. Uh, two, three years ago. Uh, she very much used to call me at Uber right after her boyfriend would, like, go home to go to sleep for work. And I would I would do my thing, and then in the morning, I would leave. Her roommates knew me, and this is a lot of the thing that why women and men in general don't have a lot of trust because other people don't hold people accountable and i'm like if you're not gonna do it why should i so what do you say to someone who says this is also something that's said a lot uh what would you say to someone that says that being polyamorous is just a way to cheat just but justifiably like oh i get to cheat and my partner knows about it i don't really love other people i'm just trying to cheat a lot or fuck around a lot whatever that is uh that's I, i think that's a little dumb uh, you can't, you can't lie and tell the truth at the same time. Like that's, that's, I mean, you can, but that's weird. I would say it's, um, a waste of time. Right. If you are going to be polyamorous for sex, you are setting yourself up big time. Like if it's just about sex, pay for it. Like my nigga, like, well, I say that because how much communication goes into a polyamorous relationship we got to talk about how you feel about this we got to talk about who's going to be with who with and when like we got group calendars sometimes and i'm like so you 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 chose to do all that because you're just trying to bink 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 like baby you you could just be single women (laughs) not i don't say this to like women are are difficult they're a little like their minds are not like not their their minds are labyrinth sometimes <laughs> and to decide to deal with more than one of them you either have to have a great sense of adventure or <laughs> absolutely insane because that's where you're going to drive yourself this is the nine levels of hell and you're circling them with trying to date more than one woman at a time because she will very much switch up on you and be a different person one day and be a different person the next we day. don't switch up we just yeah evolve yeah, you, you call it what you want, evolution or switching up. I it, it is a lot to deal with, and to choose to deal with that says a lot about you. And again, if it is about wanting to have, get your money up, get your money right, don't date anybody, and just keep paying for it. Because you can have all the sex you want Okay, with all but the paying money. for it, I do believe that people want... Even cheaters, and I am not, a, I have cheated once. I think I might have talked to y'all about it. I cheated once um, when I first started dating. I was about 19, and I've never cheated again. However, <laughs> I've always had a question about people who do cheat a lot. And if, when you're cheating, are you falling in love ever? Does a cheater, I, I, I don't like using words like that, someone who does cheat, um, because you're not what you've done. Um, but someone who has cheated, would you say they're a cheater and they just cannot help themselves or that they are looking for because what i think about why people say that polyamorous justifies cheating is because what they're really getting at is that when your partner cheats on you and this is where why people get so upset about being cheated on is that they looked for something and someone else that you could not or would not give 
And it doesn't, again, please, for anyone listening to this, I am not justifying cheating. I do 100% say to anyone that wants to cheat, hey, talk to your partner, get the fuck up out of there, go do what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. You hurt people, you put them in positions that mess them up, and people have issues in their futures because of being cheated on. Please do not take this as a justification. However, I do think this is interesting to talk about. So I'll say this. Um... I'm also somebody, like, I think I say this, I'm going to say this a lot continuously. I think differently. I base my uh, my relationships on contracts. The contract that I sign when I get into a relationship is the one that I'm going to commit to. So uh, I don't think I actually answered the question last time from the previous segment. segment. Yeah. Uh, so I have been poly for, I want to say, four years. But it was because I kept on and off again, signing into contracts with monogamous women. Hmm. Um, and even that, like, I understand, like, this is how we do this, this is how you do things, and this is how you're supposed to be when you're in a monogamous relationship. But also, there was just certain limiting beliefs that I wanted to work out of these people that I was with. Like, the fact that the world doesn't turn gray just because I love you. It is a decision and a commitment that I have made because of the contract that I have signed to love you and only you. Mm. But it doesn't mean I don't have the capacity to do with other people. And see, that is something, it, it almost sounds like something I've said. Not exactly. Because um, you're talking about contracts. But it's something that I've had issues with in my relationship with is that because I'm poly does not mean that I have the need and it's a necessity for me to have multiple partners. It is simply an indication of my ability to do so and give both people true, genuine, caring, and love. And because of that, I run into a host of issues because I'll date someone. They'll go, oh, you're poly. That's so cool, right? And then six months go by and I haven't dated anyone else and they start stroking their chin. Like, you know what? I might be the one. She might have finally figured out. And guess what usually happens right around then? I meet someone else. And then we go through an entire rigmarole of, oh, well, dang. Well, I thought you wanted just me. And what? I didn't think you were still Polly. And I would look at them and say, what? You you didn't think I was still Polly? Because I didn't date anyone else. Ah, crap, it's happened again. And so I've actually been told by people, I don't agree with this, but I've been told by people that I should just, you know, keep dating so that my partners never get confused. Like, nah, I'm so, and I don't, again, I don't necessarily agree with this, but I understand why they've told me to do that because it keeps your partner from becoming confused. Um, I think this brings us right around to the next segment that I want to talk about, which... Oh, I wanted to talk about cheaters because we didn't finish that. Oh, okay. Yes, please, uh, please. So, again, I, I, I brought up my contracts to say that I've never broken any of my contracts. Like, I've never actually cheated on anybody. But I also believe this is something that people don't understand. When Something that also bring it back to a point that you made earlier is that you don't always have to do the same things with same people. Like, so one of the girls that I got in a relationship with, she was a virgin when I met her. Uh, she had all these ideas and thoughts. And she was somebody who wasn't a party girl. But I was very much in a party phase of my life. So I like to go to raves. I like to go to clubs. I like to do certain things like that. But I wasn't always down to go alone. 
So I would have friends who were female or just in or just friends in general. We would all go out together. Female or male, women right. or men. Yeah. So like I have my friends and we would go out and we'd have fun and she would have a huge problem with the fact that even though she didn't enjoy going to parties and her even bringing her to parties made other people uncomfortable because she didn't enjoy going to them. Uh she still got upset when I didn't when I didn't tell her I was going or I didn't invite her or like she didn't come. Uh, I thought that was extremely straining to our relationship because even at the point where we were like together at one point, and she was like, "Oh, I thought I should talk to you about me going to my best friend's birthday party," and I was like, "It's your best friend. It's their birthday. Why is that something you even have to discuss with me? Like that is just be like, of course, I'm, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you go?" Uh, but she was like again that was her thought process on just being monogamous and like you shouldn't do things without your partner and I was like nah I don't want to go to that man birthday party I don't know him like that you go <laughs> and I think that's also ooh that's funny you say that because that's something that I've dealt with the idea that because you're my partner you should want to do every fucking thing with me and I was laughing and I was like I am totally probably gonna disappear to a foreign country one day and I will be going by myself and if you what what about your how could you do that to them? It, it's not something I'm doing to them. My relationships are built upon mutual respect, honoring, and loving each other. And that also, the the biggest thing that I say is if you are not honoring and loving yourself, there is no way that you can give me what I need or that you can I, I, I forget what I need. I need for my partners to be loving themselves, to be elevating themselves, and to be growing themselves. And if at any moment they tell me that they're not doing it because of me, well, I might need to get the fuck on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my thing is, is, you don't own me. In that same in that same relationship, I was with that girl who thought me going to places with other people, and the fact that I would go specifically with one, my one party girlfriend, thought I was cheating. And it got to a point where, like, her jealousy and insecurity led to a point where even if I said a compliment, like a, a specific like business acronym compliment about somebody and she would go, oh, if she's so great. Go be with her then. And I'm like, that's insane. I'm not cheating on you. I speak highly about these people because genuinely in this one particular situation, they deserve to be spoken highly of. Uh, I like to do things that are apart from you that you don't enjoy doing. I also enjoy the time that we spend together. So that, in a sense, is what it's like to have multiple partners. Mm-hmm. You you want to spend time with certain people who enjoy doing the things that you do because they feed a certain aspect of yourself that one person does not feed all the aspects of. So in polyamory, what would you say are some of the common issues like things that come up over and over and over again and then i actually want to give this question an addendum do you think those are poly problems or monogamous problems oh no that it don't know those are monogamous symptoms mm. i always say that like like when i even sometimes like uh i've had poly relationships where i'd be like no you're saying some pretty monogamous shit you need to go think about that shit um perfect example if i'm not somebody who hides my attraction to people like if i like somebody or i think someone's cute or i've i've had enough conversations with them to find them attractive in a certain way uh, i don't hide it and i've very much been in relationships where they've seen me not hide it and found it as like a slight or a level of disrespect and i get that because 
you want to make sure my attention and my focus is where it should be. It's in our loving relationship, and it is. But also, my carnal desire is very much up for this particular person. And it doesn't mean I'm going to do something right now. It doesn't mean I'm not going to have a conversation with you when I do decide to do something. If I decide to do something, sometimes it's just a little bit of fantasy and infatuation. And it can be moved on or it can never be even said anything about. And that is something that I, I enjoy being in a relationship and being able to talk about. And it makes, makes a lot of women uncomfortable. Well, I would say for me, the one one of the reasons why I fight against jealousy and why I don't want to be jealous is because jealousy um, unrestricted is ugly. Um, I've said things that I did not really mean. Um, I've, you know, fought against my own actual desires because I was insecure. And I didn't, I thought if my partner liked someone else, then that meant that I would cease to be liked and so a question um that i've tried to stop asking my partners is do you want to be with me forever or just right now because why is just right now not enough um i know it's hard it, it even saying it it still brings me a little bit of, uh, because we want permanence to a certain extent we want to know that our partners want us now and will forever more want us however i've realized that it's kind of unrealistic to to go into a relationship with that paradigm if it happens it happens and that's great and if it doesn't does that say something less about that relationship why why must that and that is my cross to bear and i will say this doesn't necessarily have to be anyone else's lots of people are not like me and they don't go through this fucking back and forth I know lots of poly people who have never experienced jealousy, don't understand it, and have even said to me, hey girl, you sure you poly? Because you're a little jealous. And I'm like, no, I, I genuinely feel these loves. For me, it's come to recognizing I've had a lot of trauma. I've had a lot of fucked up relationships. And those have built up within me a need to prove. And it is something that I work through. So in, when I get into relationships, don't let me stop you from living your life. Just please make sure that I can always ask you crazy ass questions. And that has been something that has been extremely helpful for me to be able to say, hey, so um, you're going on this date with this girl. Um, are you going out with her because you're looking for someone else and you want to leave me and you don't want to be around me anymore? And it's like, it's, it's already a hard question to ask because you know it's insane. But having a partner who is willing to answer your insanity with calm just <laughs> clarity do you know how helpful that is so i would say for anyone who is maybe in a polyamorous relationship or considering a polyamorous relationship and does still experience jealousy ask questions and make sure your partner understands that you're not attacking them but you do need to ask this stuff because the la the worst thing for you to do is to try to eat it you try to eat it and it's more like they'll come up again and much, much more angry and much wilder and with much more justification behind it because that's what happens. While you're sitting around eating it, you're also justifying why you, your belief is true and you start to see it. And you can totally trick yourself into seeing things that are not really there. Uh, this is one of the things I can absolutely say I love the most. Um, I enjoy that you ask crazy questions like that. I enjoy anybody who would ask me crazy questions like that because I am somebody who's very calm and rational and the way that I love is very calm and rational. I, 
like I'm not loving based off of a list. It is a spark that I feel for certain people, but also I do have a list. And it's not like I'm just checking off points on the list and saying if you don't meet all the requirements, you gotta be out of my life. So I love the fact that you can ask that question because I'm the type of person who will very calmly answer that question. And that is something that I greatly appreciate. I have absolutely been in relationships with people and tried to ask them a crazy question. And yeah, they didn't want to answer it. And the relationship didn't go too well. I have also been in relationships with people who were jealous. Um, Let's talk about, let's rewind four years ago. Four years ago, I was dating this guy. We dated for about a year, right? Same thing happened. He knew I was probably from Jump. And I just, I was learning. I was, you know, reading books. I was, you know, getting into my career. And finding another partner just wasn't really on the horizon. I wasn't thinking about it. And I just hadn't come across someone I liked like that. Fast forward a year into that relationship. And I met someone that I really liked. And my partner fucking lost it. He was what are you doing? Why would you, you know, but the problem was he would not ask me any questions. He would just get mad. Well, whatever. If you want to do that, go and do that. And it was like, yo, what's going on? Eventually that relationship actually ended and it ended primarily because he never got past that jealousy in long enough to ask me questions. There was a point in time where I very calmly said to him, I love you. I really care about you. And as much as I want to just be with you because I know that will make you happy, I will be miserable. And I refuse to choose a life where I'll be miserable because you know what's going to happen? I'm going to end up hating you. And I don't want to hate you. So perhaps if you can't, you know, be with me while I am dating other people, Perhaps we shouldn't be together and just know that that doesn't mean I don't love you. You know what he did? He turned around and punched a shed and shattered his hand. Clear indication I need to walk away. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't. And instead, I spent months trying to soothe him and help him understand. You know what I was dealing with? Someone who more than likely either is not polyamorous and, you know, This is something we're going to talk about. Let's talk about it. There are men out here who are going to tell you that they're poly and they are not ladies and gentlemen. If you deal with the opposite, they're not. What they are actually doing is they're doing the fantasy. And what is the fantasy? I'm a man and I got two girlfriends and they like to have sex with each other and with me. I'm the man. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even going... There are types, and we can actually, uh, we can kind of end this in a second, and on the next second, we'll talk about the different types of polyamory, but <laughs> we can talk about this a little bit, because I feel like you got something to say. Uh, I, I definitely want to say, uh, I'm not even going to get into that. What I really want to say is, <laughs> uh, polyamory is one of the best things you can do for yourself mentally, and just 
feelings wise because you get to open up and bring out new avenues of yourself and you don't feel shorted <laughs> you got to also open up that thing is gonna you, bust you wide open wide open you'll see sides <laughs> of yourself you've never seen before so if you do experience jealousy it's gonna come out in the, in the worst way if you quote unquote let's say you're not jealous or insecure because women hate these words let's say you're territorial because that's something oh that yes territorial like. yes big word it, it, I don't see how there can be more than one queen in the castle type energy and I, I I understand but if from just deep conversation to truly understanding yourself to truly understanding a culture or just us on a global level and feelings and just empathy and breaking it down poly is the best thing you can ever do because you can never not be honest with your relationship because you will be the most free you've ever been because you can ask your lover crazy ass questions or you can just tell your lover at some point you're like yo sex isn't good enough or you're not having sex with me enough and i'm gonna go and get somebody who is gonna meet me at least halfway on this so i want to ask you something that just came to mind because i kind of mentioned a stereotype that happens with men and this is a men problem women so you're a guy mm-hmm. and a lot of guys are really cool and everyone's okay with the mentality of a guy who has multiple girlfriends and his girlfriend also dates multiple women and let's say you know what it's not even that overlapping unicorn shit it's like we'll explain i promise you i'll explain what a unicorn is a little bit more in depth but just a quick unicorn would be a mystical creature (laughs) who is perfectly ready to be in a relationship with an already established couple and perfectly fine with following all of their rules and coming into it as kind of a mm, not as important third. Okay, that's a unicorn. That, to be to be completely honest with what I, a unicorn I don't, is. I think that is an unhealthy unicorn relationship. Okay, you're yeah. right. That's an unhealthy unicorn relationship. There are good, good. There are healthy unicorn relationships, but I would say they're rare and far between. Yeah. It, it's not as, op- but yes, it well, is possible is to find. You're right. So let me let me uh, clean just, it up a little. It bit. It just makes it even harder to find. Yes, it's a very specific type of poly relationship where it is a closed relationship and you are looking for one person to add to it. She needs to be more often than not bisexual and interested in both people. So just think about that. You find one person who's interested in both of you equally, wants to be with you equally, and you both like her equally. And then a healthy becomes a triad, I would say. A healthy unicorn relationship becomes a triad. Right. Um, When it just says as a unicorn, you're still a mystical creature. Uh, (laughs) But what I want to say to you um, as a guy, because we don't really get to hear this perspective a lot, um, how do you feel about your girlfriend or your partner having another boyfriend or having several other boyfriends? Does that fuck with your ego? No. Again, like I said, I don't experience jealousy. So... I've never felt that way. I also, it's one of the reasons why I'm very much okay with being with somebody who already had a boyfriend because I didn't really care like that. Like, I didn't like, I don't have jealousy. It wasn't my You weren't bad. beating your chest like, right. uh, I'm me, the alpha. Nah, nah, it didn't make me feel good. It was just like, I came here for an experience. Thank you for my experience. I'm going to go and live the rest of my life. <laughs> Like, yo, that was the greatest thing. Like, the girl who used to call, like, call Ubers and, like, be picking the night, I'd be like, all right, cool. It wasn't thinking about it in, like, a weird way, because it's also another weird insecurity men have about, like, uh, having sex with a woman who's already having sex with another man. It's like, I don't want nobody sloppy seconds. And why do you have to think about a woman like that? You don't think that she bears. Mm. You don't think that her vagina mm. is going to come back after a few hours. Like... Oh, the snapback conversation? Yeah, like... <laughs> 
And even at that, like, I'm not... I'm not ashamed of myself. I know that I come with equipment and I'm going to do my damn thing. So, you know, that's a lot of the reasons why I used to get those phone calls is because they wouldn't be finished. So I would say I want to give a couple of my tips on dealing with jealousy and then I'll ask you yours. So for mine, um, ask questions. Mm -hmm. A lot of questions. A lot. And do not be afraid to ask those questions. Don't be afraid to answer those questions either. I would also say journal. Talk to yourself. You is one of the worst things you can do is layer all of your insecurities onto your partner and force them to again ask crazy questions, right? And a lot of the time, when you're not actually having a real conversation with yourself, then you won't be able to see where this is a real problem and a real issue that I need to address. And go take a deep breath, shorty. Take a breath, rub your own feet, take yourself to the movies, please. Like, there are moments where it's like, yeah, I'm tripping. And you can find those when you start having conversations with yourself. For instance, maybe this question has been asked and answered. And you just aren't listening. Because right now, you're freaking the fuck out. And again, and here's why I come to another trip. It's okay to be okay. It's to not be okay. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to be worried. All of your feelings and emotions are totally valid. It's just your reactions that might not be. (laughs) It's okay to feel what you feel. And when people try to tell you that you are not allowed to feel something, that's when you run into an issue. You become a clogged up butthole. Let's just be real. You, You cannot release. You cannot go through. And you become real constipated with feelings. I can tell you from experience. And no matter how much you hold on to it, it always comes out. It will come out. That person's going to get drunk. They're going to get real high. Or you are going to do the tiny... Like, you ever had a moment in a relationship... Where, like, everything you did pissed them off? No, 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 no. Well, yes. But I was going to say, have you ever been with someone, right? And you think everything is sweet. Like, shit's sweet. And you did something like... You you accidentally like yes, and they just fucking lost it on you, and you're like, where did this all come from? Well, this is the last six months of things that I've been eating. So I say my biggest advice to anyone experiencing jealousy is talk about it. It's unhealthy. Talk about it. Talk about it. The worst thing you can do, the most unhealthy thing you can do, is to just eat it. Don't eat it. A lot of the time, I can say this is more like something I've experienced as a man, is that men will let shit the fuck go, but women will sit there and eat it. And stew in it. And stew in it. And then it will fall over you one day. Say everything. Even that weird thing that you... Like, I've had one argument with the same person over several months. But it's not the same argument. Because there's little things I didn't say before. Little problems I didn't say before. And the real reality was when I started to notice, I didn't say them because I didn't even realize that that was a problem yet. And if I had just talked to, A, me first. So, yes. And each and every time, talk to you first. Write something down, go meditate, go take a walk, whatever, go get your nails done. Whatever it is where you are in a space to where you're calm, cool, and you can talk through yourself with something, do that. And once you've done that, go to your partner and address your concerns. Um, Another thing that I would like to say, a rule, and that does help with jealousy, is please go get tested often. And, And establish rules with your partners. If you don't feel comfortable with your partner having raw sex with other partners say that if you want to be informed before your partner has sex with someone else say that if you and don't feel insane for 
having boundaries. One of the best ways to identify if a relationship is good for you or not good for you is when you establish boundaries. Because those boundaries are not for someone else to follow, but they are an indication of what you will accept in a relationship. So set your boundaries and communicate your boundaries. If you need Again, this might go into the insecurity. Maybe you need to work on that thing. But if before your partner goes on a date, you need them to take you on a date first, talk to yourself with it. And also talk to your partner about that and compromise if, if need be. I know I laughed and said don't compromise. But in this way, it's a compromise in a different way. It's not a compromising of self. It's a compromising of situation. Does that make sense? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's compromise at that point. That point is a contractual agreement. Like, um... Again, like, I'm very, like, contractual. So it's like, all right, cool. I, you want to do this thing. But to get this thing that you want, you have to pay the price, X. So you want to go on a date with that girl? You got to take me on a date first. And I was like, that's very easy. And I, I would say that that's not wrong only because... Uh, yeah, if when we are in relations with somebody for a long time, sometimes the romance can cool. And imagine this. Let's just paint a scenario. You've been with Shorty for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Y'all have, when you first got together, y'all went out all the time. Y'all danced, whatever, da, da. and now you got kids. And y'all have children, and you're at the house raising your kids. Or you don't have kids, but you've settled down in a way. Um, and your partner has that NRE. New relationship energy. They met someone new, and oh my god! And I, oh god! And uh, that can feel a little, um, a little messed up. You know, you you can actually rationally talk to yourself. Well, there is a new person. It's new relationship energy. I get why they want to take this person on dates all the time. But does that change the fact that damn bitch? I would like some flowers. Mm. <laughs> like I would like to go to the movies, and you might not have even thought about it really, or you did kind of in passing, and you did the whole oh well, we got kids, we got stuff to do. It's not that big of a deal. So I say my my tip would be for that, um, fellas, if you are looking to date multiple women and you have multiple women who aren't dating like other men, it is essential that you think about it like this in twos. Because the same way that if you had two children, you can't just get one a present and then not get the other kid a present because they're going to feel like, what the fuck? So even if you get that new relationship energy, you should still have that spark for your lover. So like you're buying flowers for this girl, you're taking her out on dates, you should both be doing that with both. And that's why also I say, no matter what, my brothers, respect yourselves. Get your money up before you decide to deal with anybody. Hmm. I would even say it makes me think of when people say like, you should be dating your partner your entire relationship. A lot of the time, getting into relationship with someone, they date. They it's almost like they put the little bait on the little the line, throw it out in the water. Ooh, you want this worm, don't you? Yeah, you do. Look at all the things this worm can do. All right, you're here. Let's relax, please. Jeez, I was tired. That was a lot. Oh man, that is the that is the worst. That's the thing. That is a whole monogamous thing that we could talk about. The whole putting your best foot forward thing, or the three months rule, right? I I hate that. Like that's one of the other things with me in relationships, or just me in general. I'm going to give you the raw. Hey, I'm also going to give you the raw. But, <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, I'm very much going to give you the raw me. It's going to be, you're going to find out like, exactly, this is exactly who, who I, I am, am right. real fast. How many times in a relationship have you gone, let's say, cause, so if anyone doesn't know what the three months rule is, three months is that you should never believe who your partner professes to be until three months at least because people don't show their true self until three months into a relationship. For me, I call bull for self because I don't do that because that's how I set myself up 
for straight up failure. No, I need you to know the, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the dirty right here and right now. This is exactly who I am, and I'm going to treat you the way that I treat you because this is exactly who I am. And I've had so many partners say to me six months down the line, oh my God, this is exactly who you are. Or even worse, we break up. I continue to be who I am. Not necessarily giving themselves, but still being who I am. I'm not going to go out and be an asshole to you just because we broke up. And they go, wait a second. This is who you actually are? Yeah. I would caution a lot of you to stop doing that three months rule thing. It's crazy. It's insane. And it's just setting people up to be sad. Why are so many people broken? This is a very, very deep thing. You should very much understand what I'm about to tell you next. Don't tell all the good stories about yourself. I am somebody who is very much infatuated with all the wrong things that I've done. And I say infatuation because I love myself. I love, I love all the mistakes I've made. I love all the great things I've done. But I, I, I focus on the mistakes because it, it, it gives me a way to improve. So one of the re- one of the things the first things I do when I get in relationships I tell you yo I'm, I'm I messed up a lot and this is how I've messed up so if you see this and you feel like this is like a, a thing or blah 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 it, it it isn't because I'm already worked on that because I've already done that like when right. people say how do I know you won't cheat on me because I cheated on someone once and I slid off the bed sobbing <laughs> and I called him and told him what I'd done and like begged his forgiveness and afterwards I was just like. I don't even want to feel like that again. Um, it's some of my reasons for not doing stuff is purely fucking selfish. I don't want to hurt anyone else, yes, but I also do not like how it feels to hurt someone that I love, and I will do and work on myself first, so I don't get there again. So I don't do that again. The reality was that I wasn't happy in that relationship. I had a lot of issues with that relationship. He didn't want me to date women, and I love women. And the person I cheated on with was, guess what, guys, a woman. Was that okay? Was it right? Nope. Is there a way to kind of read it and see how the shit happened? Yup. So, you know, get in touch with yourself. And I would say that is the best combat to jealousy. Talk to your partner, get in touch with yourself. Oh man, another thing, if you're like in a monogamous relationship, how you know your, your, your jealousy is completely unjustified, is if you can sit there and be like, if he did this to a girl who was ugly or one of his homeboys, would you even be upset? Because that's insane or ugly to you because i don't believe in ugly as a blanket term i believe in ugliest i was talking about aesthetically how he sees her Mm -hmm. like if he does not find her attractive and he was like oh i'm gonna go hang out with so-and-so and and you don't have any feelings toward but he he goes and hangs out with girl b and she's like a nine or a ten and you 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 feel like you're a seven so now all of a sudden all your emotions are coming up that's insane oh yeah that's true i've definitely i i I do want to kind of close this segment out um and talk about the next thing but (laughs) that's interesting because that is actually what happens a lot it's not that you're jealous about the girl you don't think is a threat you're jealous about the girl that you perceive as a threat and that's why i say work on yourself because why is anyone really a threat no one should be a threat it's what is a threat we we all gonna get our flowers we're all going to get to the finish line it's the same thing that happens in careers have you ever had a friend and you're in i say friend with loose terms um who was achieving a lot and you weren't happy for them you were fucking mad or haha that jealous should've, that should have been me feeling 
yeah, it should have been me. And why do they get their stuff? But you also want people to be happy for you. So think about it. Jealousy is, in my opinion, a natural emotion, but it is not. It's the same as anger is a natural emotion. But does walking around being angry all day do anything for anybody? Nope. So if you're feeling jealousy, take it as it is and work through it and deal with it and if you find that you cannot talk to your partner and work through that then I think you need to question that relationship itself because at the end of the day at the end in the beginning the long and short communication is key baby and you need to be able to talk to people any last words for jealousy uh don't do it keep your peace stay centered uh also stop it <laughs> Stop it. Say, cut it out. Cut it out. All right. <laughs> so, Mac was just talking about something that came up in the last segment, and I just wanted to let him talk about it real quick. Oh, uh, okay. So, I was saying that, like, what she said about, like, oh, if you don't love some, you don't love, really love somebody unless you get jealous. And I, I, I don't do that. But I found myself faking jealousy in a relationship just so it would make her feel like I loved her more. And I knew this was insane, but how easy it worked is something that I hated, but also I did for the betterment of our relationship. <laughs> uh, like the whole time I used to think about it, I was like, yo, my friends, I'd be like, yo, 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 what's something that really bothers you about your girl hanging out with another nigga? And they would tell me, and I'd be like, I start like, working that into our relationship like casually like like be like oh something that's problematic like something that like some one of my friends was like oh she talked about she got a work husband and i used to be like all right cool so next time i hear the word work husband i'm gonna fly off the handle (laughs) 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 like because that shit didn't bother me i was just like oh yeah my my work husband greg because the girl in particular she worked at uh bath and body works she's like yeah my work husband greg he always doing these nice things he brings me lunch and i'll be like word the next time that nigga bring you lunch i'm a fucking i'm smack fire out that nigga i'm the one that brings you lunch and i started like being the one to come and bring her lunch every day and like it was something that just like blew her away and then all of her fucking all of her co-workers started seeing me bringing her lunch and it made her feel so good because now she had a boyfriend who brought her lunch <laughs> and i was just like this isn't me I nor wa- do i care about another man buying you lunch like i don't care i would love for anyone that listens to this episode that does not experience jealousy please please uh send in messages let me know have any of you guys ever faked jealousy have you faked the funk yeah, I hear faking the funk. A lot of <laughs> shit. Like, there's a lot of shit that, that I just, I feel, I say this a lot. Like, I feel there's a lot of shit that I say men don't care about. And girls be like, no, men care about this. And I'd be like, do they really care about it or are they just faking that shit for you? Ooh, so even monogamous people, ooh, everybody, right. I want to know, are y'all out here pretending to care about things that you generally, genuinely don't care about? Because I will say this. You know, doing that is actually creating a weird paradigm because women believe or people believe that they need the person to be jealous and then the person believes that they need to be jealous and then this jealousy comes up. Is jealousy real? Ooh, okay. Talk to y'all later. (laughs) Love you, Rosebuds. (laughs) 
Thanks so much for listening to Through Rose Colored Glasses. I love talking to you all. I just want to give you a moment to support and find other avenues to find me, Ama Rose, and my guest as well, Mac. You can find my jewelry at Ama Rose Jewelry. Um, I make vegan food, so that's Ama Vegan underscore Rose. And then if you just want to follow me on Instagram, it's underscore Ama Rose. I have a new book out called Subspace, and you can find that on Amazon. It's Kindle and soft covers, so you can get both versions. And I just would love to hear more from you. So if you're interested in the topic, there's something that you want to talk about, something that we did not get to, please please do not hesitate to ask on top of that a business that both mac and i do is i boomerang where we are actually travel agents and we can get you really 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 cheap flights cheap resorts cheap cruises and when i say cheap i mean have you ever seen a cruise for 150 dollars for seven days and then a seven day stay at a resort yeah i got that so hit me up i love y'all Rosebuds. So this episode is getting pretty long and I know we've all got stuff to do. So tune back in tomorrow because we are not done talking about this. This polyamorous conversation is gotta get off. And I think that more people than not are really interested in hearing about polyamory. I will self-identify as a black woman who is, I'm 27 years old and I've been polyamorous since I was about 23 or identifying as polyamorous since I was 23. So I have a lot of knowledge and information to give you all. Um, I do wanna drop a few little tips. Um, More Than Two is a book all about just introducing yourself to polyamory. And there's also a website called morethan2.com where if you have a lot of questions and things like that, you can go on there and some just common misconceptions and questions are answered. On top of that, go on Facebook and type in polyamory and you will be surprised at how many groups there are out there to identify and help you understand and explain all that i do want to say just in case uh, you don't know this how do you find partners this is a great way to do that so if you're looking for people in your community there's meetups um if you're into bdsm or anything like that you can hop on fetlife and that there's groups on there for polyamory And then you can also use a dating app service that I really love, and that's called OkCupid, because it allows you to not only self-identify as polyamorous, it allows you to find other people who are polyamorous through their algorithm, but on top of that, let's say that you are already an established couple and you're thinking about opening up a relationship, you can link your profiles. That way you can both have an individual profile and date individually, but people can automatically see that you are in a committed relationship. Um, Any last words for this episode, Matt? Uh, yeah... Just getting a handle on yourself and getting a handle on what actual love is, I always suggest these two books. It's The Mastery of Love and The Five Love Languages. You should always learn how to fill up your own cup, and also you should know how to fill up your lovers. Uh, Care more about... Matter of fact, not even care more about. Care just as much about someone else as you care about yourself. And you know what I'm about to say, or some of y'all might be able to say, because he said something about filling up a cup, so you know what's coming next. Get it from your saucer, babies. So if your relationship is not great, if you are not in a good place personally, opening up your relationship and starting a polyamorous relationship will only exacerbate those issues. Where there's one, it's, it's bad. Where there's two, maybe it's a war. So 
please 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 work on yourself give from your saucers and love on yourselves i love you rosebuds i'm so happy that you decided to tune in today and i'll talk to you tomorrow bye thanks for having me i'll probably be here a lot more sorry <laughs> love you rosebuds <laughs>